I is recording and ready to clap whenever you are. Right. I'm about to give you the clap. <laughs> Three, two, one. Wow, you're spiked up massively. Yeah, I could actually clap this time because there's another yeah. room. <laughs> what episode number is this? 27. I think it's 13. <laughs> I think it's 13. Yeah. 12 or 13. Let's have a quick look because I think I might introduce it like that. It's 12. My lucky number. Is it? Yeah. I say that, I've had zero luck with it, but you know, it's just like it's customary to have a lucky number. I was like, well, I'm born on the 12th, I'll go with 12. But I don't think I've had any luck from it. Love it. Hello, and welcome to Mammon, the podcast where two mics are on mic discussing their own personal top fives. You join us today on episode 12, where we're going to be discussing what I personally think the hardest list to make is. Our top five bands. How have you found working this out, Mike? Shy, because I'm absolutely... I'm not the massive... <laughs> I'm going to say some huge contradictions here. So I'm not the biggest music fan. I don't listen to music like huge... Like, for instance, if I'm working sometimes, I'd rather have like a football match on the iPad on rather than music. Yeah. Um, because I've always said that... Well... I always feel like people are even more interested in like the music, like the beat, you know, to mean things like that, but the instruments, instrumental side, or the lyrics. Whereas I always for the lyrics, I struggle with bands that don't have good lyrics. You know, where something's like there's like a story being told almost. Yeah, which it doesn't make any sense, and it's like what, what, what was the point of that? Yeah, and I know I'm hugely in the minority here, but yeah, I really struggle with. There's certain bands where I'm like, yeah, it sounds good, but I just don't like it. Like I don't really like the lyrics. Um, so I struggle to work with music as a result because if I'm listening to it, that's that's why I like to you know to me to sort of listen along to the lyrics and try and work out what's being said. Yeah, no, like I said, it makes sense because I've got a friend in Bristol. And I remember years ago now, I was in the car and he was getting really frustrated with like some of the modern songs. So it was like the story in this just makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, like and he's obviously someone else like you who's invested in the story of the lyrics. Whereas I'm not convinced I always sing the right words to songs, so it doesn't. So that doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> but I wish I could be like that because I think that's the better way to be because music can then just be this sort of background noise for you. Yeah. Whereas I struggle. Well, I found this list impossible. I've managed it in the end, I think. I don't know if I'm 100% happy with all my choices. But the thing is, so I have a very eclectic taste in music. I don't listen to just one genre. And I think that'll be noticed when you hear my list. Um, yeah, I think and the, the fact other that thing mine is, will be noticed in mine as well. Oh really? Um, and the other thing is one track. That's that's fair. And I bet it's indie, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know but, me so well. <laughs> <laughs> but with, like the other thing is, I won't necessarily like say I've got uh, like what. In fact, all of these I can say I wouldn't have listened to all their discography. Like I might listen to select songs, and that's all I listen to them. I won't. I don't go out and mm. hunt out every single album of a band that I like. I'll yeah. listen to one or two songs potentially from that album, album as well. So I think that's why I found it harder. But well, I thought as a, I'm I'm very similar to you, and that's why I thought this would be easy. You know, we first mentioned it yeah. because you know during lockdown, everyone's saving money. Mm-hmm. There's this really good like record player from um, Argos, this Bush player. It was like thirty five quid. It was really good. So I thought I'll go buy that. And then I was like, rather than like going out and just buying as many random vinyls, yes, I've got a big collection. I was like, I'm going to pay. Yeah. You know. 20 quid a pop but buy the albums I love like you know I put okay. like every single song on it and then I was like that'd be so cool to, to pass on to like my children of like this is you know my favourite music I, I loved all of this album 
Um, yeah, that sounds so fun. I thought, oh, brilliant! Why can't you look there and find that? You know, I've got a whole album. They're obviously my favorite band, and I only have one band in there. The rest are like <laughs> singers. I was like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, singers will be a good one that we'll have to do in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. I find that much easier, although probably harder because maybe there's too many to pick from then. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'll find it easier. I definitely listen to more bands than anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyway, how's your week been? In fact, I say, how's your week been? It's actually been two weeks since we recorded the podcast. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been good. That's how, that's how difficult like, it's really been to make this week. list, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we've just been busy. That's well, about two weeks. That's how long the uh, kids have been back. Yeah, how's um, it all so been just, going in regards to that? Yeah, good. It's much easier. It's like for them and for me, I guess. Um, it just it's just more work, and then year yeah. eleven have got all their exams. So I've got loads of marking stacking up. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's just been hectic. So you settle back into um, it, okay? Yeah, yeah, de- yeah, definitely. It's just, uh, I think what I was getting, like, I was looking at the computer a lot more when we were doing live lessons. So that was tiring, and this time I just forgot how tiring it is physically being in the room and moving about more and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I think I was getting like mentally tired last time, or like my eyes were anyway from all the screen time. Whereas now it's just like physically, <laughs> I think I'm exhausted. That's fair. Um, so yeah, very much looking forward to half term. What about you? How's your First week back at work, being yeah, it's been, it's been quite nice actually. Um, it's not been too busy to be fair, so it's been quite nice easing back into it. So that's been quite nice. It's been weird not obviously being at home with Lauren and the kid, but it, yeah, it's a bit of a change of scenery again. And I, I I get to take over when I get in, so I I get six o'clock till midnight with him, which is nice. I I think I've had a lot of parents say as well, but maybe it's be more further down the line. I don't know, but like it's nice to go to work and not be a dad or a mum. Like you know, you can just be you again. Yeah, I sort of get what they mean by that. Um, obviously, everything's just talking about him at the moment, but that's not an issue in the slightest. I like talking about him. <laughs> He's my <laughs> life at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, spent the day with him today. We went down the shops and then we've been watching Justice League together. Haven't finished it yet. Four hours of just epicness. It's just long, but it's quite good so far. Did you fall asleep through it? I haven't, no, which is good. No, <laughs> the kid, not you. <laughs> oh, did he fall asleep during it? Yeah, because I must say, if he didn't, that's a hell of a sign that that's an engaging yeah. movie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he obviously was asleep during all of it, which is, which is how I wanted it to be, so I could watch the film, but also get time with him. <laughs> but yeah, we've had a mixture. had some playtime as well, and I've made some scones. I've had a busy day today, actually. You've been dadding it up. Yeah, dad life. <laughs> I was about to say dad life hashtag, but that's what you do. You do your hashtags the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get them. I just don't get social media. <laughs> I think I'm getting better at it. Yeah, you're getting really good. Your Instagram's getting really good. I like to think so. For those who don't follow us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I'd recommend doing it because we've now... Well, what a segue! That was unbelievable. And I know I've ruined it by interrupting, but <laughs> that was a natural segue there. That was a natural se- segue, and yeah, you completely ruined it. I'm just <laughs> um, excited. Yeah. I feel like it's the first time. I try and force them through. <laughs> sometimes you know when it, it sounds like I'm not listening. <laughs> well, sometimes when I'm not, when it sounds like I'm not listening to you, it's because I'm trying to like take something you've said in there and go, how can I turn this into? So like, <laughs> talking of this, what's your number four? <laughs> talking of talking of numbers, <laughs> you're just secretly hoping at one point golf's going to be my number five. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so if you don't follow follow us on (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, uh, find us on there at Mammon Podcast. Um, The other week, we did a list on there, which was our top five green things as a celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, So there's other smaller lists that aren't 
going to warrant episodes potentially that might appear on there every now and again. So it's worth following. It was a good segue, but I'm not really sure where to go with it now. (laughs) Uh, Now segue back into maybe straight to top fives. Yeah, I think let's just let's begin this episode. Um, Wait, let me try. Let me try and come up with one that will help you naturally go into it. Okay. Um, I had an apple today. You had an apple today. Mm-hmm. Was it nice? Yeah, it was delicious. I'm not sure how this is going to make me naturally go into it. Apple, one in five a day. Talk of five a day. What's our top five? <laughs> that was so clear. <laughs> that wasn't clear in the slightest. Do you want another one? I was trying. I was like going Granny Smith, uh, <laughs> Graham. What? Where's the link here? Do you want another one? All right, go on then. Um, I have just had a Dr. Pepper. What's the worst that can happen? Yes. Where's the five there? Five letters in pepper. Ergo, top five. There's... Okay, you're an English teacher. There's six letters in pepper. Well, let's uh, edit that one out. <laughs> That's 100% staying in. Um, well, right, I think, I, 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 think I, think, I think the segue in is, let's just get this shit so started. <laughs> <laughs> this is what two weeks apart has done, though. <laughs> Do you feel like, I feel like I've not seen my mate for ages. I feel like I've had like half term and then you come back to school and you get in trouble for like the first few days back so you can't stop chatting to people. Yeah, you're just chatting away and it's all about shit. Yeah. Um... As another slight note, though, however, we are so we are going to start out the top five in a second, but we are going to be uh, listing two other people's top fives, and they're going to come in at the honourable mention. So stay tuned to see if your list who got featured and what they are. Shout out their names, though. Well, do you want do you want to do it now? I was going to shout them out at the honourable mentions. Well, yeah, keep, well, keep, keep them in, keep them in. Okay, keep them dragged in. See, yeah, yeah okay, okay. They, they might think that. Oh, let, 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 let's just see if it's me, and then it's not, and then they'll stop at the honourable mention bits. But <laughs> and then when it's not a person who did it, they're going to be like, "Well, I'm never doing that ever again." Exactly. Screw Mike and Mike. <laughs> or Mike, Mama, yeah. on our podcast followers on all social medias. <laughs> right, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Let's hear your number five then. So my number five is the first album I remember buying or like, I think maybe I asked for it rather than actually went out and physically. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what my first album is in a minute and it's going to be hilarious. Go on. (laughs) Yeah. So my first album that I requested as a birthday Christmas present um, and it was Good Charlotte. Oh, brilliant band. Yeah. They were like a knockoff Green Day, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I just I remember seeing them perform one of their songs on I don't know something, uh, some sort of probably children's show or something like that. And um, yeah, so I was like straight away, I was like, I want that album. Listen to it, and it was I, I'm pretty sure I liked every single song on that album as well. There wasn't a single song I skipped, which is hilarious because I don't think I found many albums since then. Um, where I don't skip some of the album. Yeah. Um, so was it so their yeah. first album, Good Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, my song that I've got on there, I've said, as I've put next to each one, my favourite song. Mm-hmm. And when I say favourite, I mean, obviously listening to music, it's subjective anyway, isn't it? Oh, definitely. But I know that some of the songs I've picked are either, oh, that's the really popular one, or it's, why has he picked that? That's a shit one. But it's just yeah, like if he's going to go for popular for Good Charlotte, you pick like the anthem, wouldn't you? Yeah, I've gone for. Well, I think this one's probably one of the most famous ones as well. But um, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Yeah, again, great, great song. Yeah, like I said, and it was um, yeah, it was just cool. I was at secondary school. It was cool music, and it was very anti-pop. I think wasn't it that type of music? Yeah. I well, think... the irony was it was it was like 
styled as anti-pop, but it was still quite pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, mean. definitely. It's definitely a pop type. Um, it's pop rock, isn't it, almost? Even though yeah, it's not. Yeah. Pop punk, that's what I'd call them, pop punk. Yeah. Which is a genre that I'm a big fan of anyway, punk pop or punk rock and all that sort of styles. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't. I, I haven't listened to Good Charlotte in years and years and years, and I don't know if I, if I listened to them, I'd enjoy them. Or, you know, obviously the nostalgia part would make it, but I don't. You know, so it's not something I'd necessarily put on my playlist and listen to now. Um, but I remember absolutely rinsing it on a CD player yeah. in my bedroom um, for about six months, and it's one of the few songs I learnt all the words to was "Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous." Yeah, no, that's a. Uh... Great choice. Like I, I do enjoy Good Charlotte, and they do appear on my playlist quite frequently. But as I said, I, I listen to a lot of music and a wide variety, so there's always going to be at least one song from every band, I think, on my playlist. Nice. <laughs> right, should I tell you what the first album I ever brought was? And well, Is this your number five, or is this just... No, 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 this is okay. my number five. This is just yeah, yeah. just for bants. Just for bants. Um, <laughs> obviously, like I'm sure when we was growing up, like we had the classic. Um, well, I know I did. I I had um, like the now CDs. I remember the first one I had definitely had um, "Honey to the Bee" by um, Billy Piper on it. I remember that <laughs> being the first sort of like now CD I had. Um, but the first album I remember buying because I remember listening to it after I brought it around my nan's house. And by the way, Dave, like, this that you bought physically, you went to shop and bought, was it that you asked for as a present and got I'm sure I might I must have either brought it with my parents being there. I'm oh, sure right, that yeah. must have been the way it was because I like I, said, I remember listening to it around my nan's house. We must have gone there afterwards. Um and it was um the cartoons. Cartoons? I Do you remember them with them. Witch Doctor? Oh yes. I do that was my Hold first on. ever C D album that I brought. Cartoons Witch Doctor. Hold on, I'm going to play it for myself. Oh god, that's incredibly aggressively loud. Yeah, it was called um, Toonage. But yes. Oh, that, that, is a, that is a primary school disco song as well. Oh, abs- absolutely. Banger, absolutely. Witch Doctor by Cartoons. If you don't know what it is, you will when you play it. Go on YouTube, Unreal. Well, it's based on the novel. Like it's, It was a song years before, but I think they've done the version which I consider to be the most famous for myself. But yeah, oh, so that was my first um, album. I remember the first single I brought as well was um, the Mr. Blobby Christmas single. <laughs> I remember the first album I was given. It's not one I asked for, but I just got as a random thing. And it was a Robbie Williams album on cassette. Oh, yeah. Love Robbie Williams. He's a great um, artist. And that is quite possibly the second best segue ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> for my number five... Even though I'm not a big fan of the actual members, it's Take That. Oh, no. That was a great segue. It we are a, smashing was, it today. Like, I don't think segueing and making a smooth segue is, and mentioning them is a smooth segue, but you know Well, what? hopefully. Fuck, we're only on episode it. 12. When it's like, maybe when we get to episode 30, 40, we'll be smooth as fuck with it. But for now... Exactly. We won't, get, like, as oh exci- we won't get as excited when it happens. But yeah, Take That. I know like a lot of people are like, really, Take That? Like... I don't think people would be shocked knowing my personality to know that they are one of my favourite bands. I just feel like there's a lot of songs. If you cast your mind back, they've got so many songs that you'd know. And even if it's just one or two, they're definitely songs that will be on the top list of songs of all time. And they sort of like, they're sort of matured as it's gone along as well. So like obviously they were quite pop pop when they first started, but it's sort of become a bit more sort of modern pop now. So it's less boy band and more sort of like, I don't know how to, to phrase it, but sort of like chart pop. Um, and they sort of cater 
more to the genre of the music that's actually out there right now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's going to make any sense or not. It's probably one of my classic rambles, but... I know a lot of bands have their music in films, you know, like at the end or whatever, or maybe yeah. like in the middle. But Take That and Rule the World is the only song that the second I listen to it, I'm thinking of the film Stardust. Oh, it's yeah. Right at the end of the song. Like, that song is so perfect for it's it. It's absolutely one of the, I'd say, one of the best um, songs written for a movie. Yeah. Like, it really fits the theme and style of that movie so well. It does. Like I said, second you hear it, if you've seen the film Stardust, it's just I don't know. For, well, for me anyway, I'm just I'm there. I'm, I'm, yeah. I can see it all, almost like a montage in my head. See, one of my favourite songs by them is um, "Never Forget," and I just love sitting in the car and just clapping along to it. Hold on, I'm gonna have to play some of these songs because again, <laughs> I'm not great. You know, with, with names, when someone's like, I'm like, oh, I like this band. They're like, what's your favourite song? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I think this would be a good segue because we're getting into the segue today um, to say that. So for all of our top fives and honourable mentions, what we've done is we've created a Spotify and Apple playlist that we're going to share in the um, episode link uh, for this um, episode. And in that top five list, we're going to feature our top five songs from each of these bands. And if you're a really committed fan, I want you to pause every time we mention the song, play the song, then come back to the playlist. So I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, never forget, I think it's just got a great sort of, like, choir opening. Oh, yeah, that, that, nice. And then yeah. it just actually gets into a really good tune and just one that you can easily belt out while driving along. And that's, for me, what makes a good um, band or a good song. One, in my opinion, that you can just belt out and sing along to happily and not give a shit about anything. I do love Never Forget, but I'd say Patience was a better song. That's fair. That's one of the more modern ones where after they reformed. Was it? Yeah. So that was when they... Um... Back for Good, that was an old one, though, wasn't it? That was an odd one, yeah, Back for Good. Yeah. Another great one, Greatest Day. I think all these that I've mentioned, actually, are in my top five. I can't remember what I put in the um, Spotify list now. Nice. And I think the other one might have been um, These Days, which is one of their more recent songs. But yeah, no, I just really enjoy them. I just enjoy singing along to them. I think I think it's a big thing. My mum's a big fan, so I listened to it a lot when I was younger. And she also had Robbie Williams albums. I still remember the Swing While You're Winning. Um, I don't think there's any shaming I can take that like oh, it's I... ridiculous how quick their um, concerts sort of sell out their oh yeah tours. like because the circus one wasn't it that was a massive one that I remember loads of people talking about because it was like mm. this big extravaganza of a sort of um, concert that they'd done but yeah so that's my number five um, has Gary left them now? no Gary's still with him but he does a lot of um, stuff on his own but so has one of them left? I know obviously yeah. Robbie left well, Robbie so how, many, how many members are there now? So there's only three of them, but um, Robbie Williams, oh. I think they're pla- he's planning on coming back at some point. I was point. hoping there was four to set up another segue. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Jason Orange left back in like 2015. <laughs> wait, wait. There's not one of the members called Jason Orange. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, he, he dated Catherine Tate for a bit. Did he? Yeah. That's when he sort of seemed to disappear from the limelight around that sort of era. Anyway, there's no segue. Moving on to number four. Number four, I'm pretty sure you won't have heard of. That's so, that's a, that's quite interesting. Cause I don't think you would have heard of my number four either. Um, my number four, my, I remember my mate just getting into it for whatever reason. So it's like bluegrass jazz, I think the the type of music it's called. <laughs> yeah, and um, or maybe it's just bluegrass. I don't know. It's like sort of like New Orleans type music, I think. Which I'm and, a big uh, fan of. So it's like bluesy, jazzy sort of. Uh, 
mixed with a bit of rock almost. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, there's an American band, and um, they're not even that big in America, I don't think, but they came and did a tour in England. So we went to this little area in Manchester with this little gig to see them, and it was really unbelievable. Hoping okay, go on. And the band is called The Devil Makes Three. Oh, it's not the same band as me. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Um, so I've not yeah, actually heard is, of this band. Yeah, well, it could probably be one of my shortest um, <laughs> discussions for a number, which maybe some people would be happy with. But yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's, they're from California and they blend bluegrass, old time, country folk, blues, jazz and ragtime music. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're this really, really cool band. And they, uh, they've got a guitarist, an upright bassist, another guitarist, a banjo player. Nice. And yeah, they were just cool as fuck. And like, the music's just, it was such a good small little gig to go to because it was this tiny sort of underground. I think it used to be a strip club <laughs> that they would turn okay. into places to do gigs in. And it just, I don't know, like, that even setting was perfect. I was the right amount of drunk to enjoy it enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was one of them that I absolutely hammered it before the gig, hammered it afterwards. You know, because obviously when you go see a band live, you often, you know, you get a bit obsessed with it, don't you? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't think I've really listened to it much until, you know, we started making this list and I was going back through bands. And they've got a song called The Bullet. And I was like, oh, I absolutely used to be obsessed with that. So I'm someone who, you know, they find a song they like. They'll yeah, listen to you'll it like hundred pounds for about a week. And then... Won't listen to like, kill it for themselves almost. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're they're really, really cool. In fact, have a quick listen now. Go um type in the devil makes three the bullet and have a quick listen. Is this your type of well I know you've got an eclectic taste, but is this your type of music? It absolutely will be. Uh, let's have a look. The devil makes three and what's the song called, sorry? Um The Bullet, I really like. I don't know why I'm trying to look for it. Why don't I just search the devil makes three the bullet? Yeah, what are you doing? Did you type in the band and then start scrolling through yeah. for the song? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got like a red album cover. Yeah, right. Yeah, they sound good. Yeah. So, is there anything else you'd like to say about this band? No, just genuinely. Like uh, I like I said, I imagine they're a band that aren't that big. Like I say, I'm not that big into music, so I don't know, you know, the ins and outs. But I, I don't think they're a huge band in England at all. So I yeah. don't know if many of our listeners will have heard of it. So, But because of that... I really recommend people uh, have a listen to The Devil Makes Through the Bullet and see what you think. And uh, I don't know, it might be a cool little band, new band for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to seek them out, I think, after this now. Yeah, uh, like I say, it was, it's just a little bit different, isn't it? I, I like that. Yeah. Especially 100%. because, like I say, my music taste is basically um, indie and rap. That's it. Okay. Um, so it's quite nice to have something like that's a completely bit different. Like, different to yeah, those two. Well... The reason I do like the band, that band, is um, because it sounds like a good band that you could like. I'm a big barbecuer, and going outside, putting on a barbecue, listening to that kind of music is like the dream. That's the sort of music that goes alongside grilling up the burgers and steaks on the grill. Yeah, we have done that once before, but it, uh, yeah. with um, it was when we had like it's like late at night. We had the chimney going. <laughs> it was really good yes. music for it. Yeah, and the music that we probably listened to was the next band that I'm about to pick. Okay, let's go. So you said that your band's not that big. So having a look at the US Grass chart, um, they've had three number one albums on there and one number two. The band I'm about to pick has only ever had one. So so yours even smaller. Nice. Yes. Um, but I don't know if that's because they all would have gone onto the Grass um, album uh, sort of charts. So my one is a bluegrass band, but it's also invented its own genre called rock grass. Hmm. And they basically perform um, bluegrass covers of hard rock songs. Um, their most recent album, though, however, they've um, 
done covers of pop songs. They do their own, a few of their own songs, but they're not quite as good as sort of their, all their covers. And it's a band called Hayseed Dixie, which is a play on ACDC. And their first album was a tribute to ACDC. And they became so big that on one of ACDC's um, sort of um, tours, like during the sort of like they was finishing the tour and just having a rap party, they invited Hayseed Dixie to actually perform as their support act for this tour. That's cool. Yeah. So they're a big act. So I saw these at Grillstock Wild, which is a big barbecue festival that used to happen in Bristol. And they were just a lot of fun. They played some great music and like really, if you're, if anyone's ever heard of Gin, Gin and Juice by um, Snoop Dogg, have a listen to their cover of it because it's absolutely phenomenal. It just changes the style of the song completely. And in my opinion, a million times better than the original. But they're just a lot of fun. They're, like Watching them live, they they were just a great band. I remember like, so they went off obviously and then came back and just one of the guitarists just came back in his pants and just played the rest of the set in his pants. They're just a <laughs> don't give a shit kind of band and just play play the songs that they like. Um, yeah, they're really, really good cover band and highly recommend. If you are going to listen to one of their own songs, I recommend um, their love song. Like, sort of, it's quite a powerful one and quite about um, a difficult breakup, and it's called Poop in a Jar. <laughs> um, and it's basically about how he keeps a poop in a dark jar, just hopefully one day she'll come back to him and then he can return it to her. But <laughs> they're, they're just, they, they are an amusing band, and I highly recommend listening to them. They also have as their. Um, as one of their banjo players, when I saw him, unfortunately he's not with him anymore. But he is the world's fa- he was the world's fastest banjo player. So that's pretty you cool. can imagine the sort of caliber of the music that's coming out from that. That's that's like a must be a yeah, it's a technical level as well because you can't just like slam it about as quick as you can. You know what I mean, no, you're trying exactly. to play something to to get that title, haven't you? Well, they'll they'll always play um, dueling banjos as part of their set, and it is really fun listening to them play it. Like really, really good. I've seen them live twice. They're a really good band. That's cool. Yeah, really interesting that we picked similar ones for our number two. I know. Three, four. 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 Jesus. <laughs> our second choice in the list is what I was getting at. <laughs> right, let's hear your number three then. Um, my number three is a big band, and I make no apologies. Um, and that is... Okay, let's move on. Is that one of your first choices? It's going to be one of my choices, yeah. So what, do you want to come back to that later? We'll come back to that later. Right, so we're going to come back to my... <laughs> well, let's do. Let's rephrase it. So, cutting. We're going to have to come back to my number three, as it is one of Mike's later choices. Yes. Is it your number it one, is. I take it? It is my number one, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, we'll come back to talk about it for number one. So let's hear your number three. My number three is a band that I used to love when I was um, in secondary school. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say I've listened to a lot of their more modern stuff. So, um... I, like I said in the, the intro to all this, I did struggle, and I necessarily like bands that I like. I won't listen to necessarily. I've listened to all of their albums, and this is definitely one of them. Where I think I listened to the first like three obsessively, and then that was it. And it's the Killers. Oh yeah, great band. Yeah, I used to absolutely love them. I sort of um, want to sort of get back into their music and have a listen to some of their more mo- modern songs. So I've definitely not heard of anything beyond two thousand and eight and um, their album Day and Age. Is it is Killers? I've got an album called Sam's Town. Yeah, that's what one of their that's their best album. Absolutely, um, but yeah, like I love that they've also got an album of like all their B side songs because they had so many sort of B side songs. What's it called? I, I can't. I, I can't remember now. Let's have a look at their discography. Is it Sawdust? Yes, Sawdust. That's cool. Like the leftovers from when you're making something. Yeah, but um, 
they do a great cover of Romeo and Juliet on that um, album as well. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just really enjoy them. Obviously, if you ever go out to a nightclub, you're always going to listen to The Killers. Is well, it like... I might that's what I've talked to my mate about that. Like, the first time you hear Mr. Brightside at the end of a night, but that that because of that, I hate that song now. Oh, no, it's, absolutely I absolutely... It's, I don't think it's in my top five list that I've made of songs by them. Um, because it is. Do you just, feel the same? It's been killed for you by end of nights. Yeah, it's been played far Ooh. too much. I'll still like if I'm Ooh. absolutely off my face. I'll still definitely dance to it and sing along to it. But um, more so, like for me, songs Hold on, one like um, sorry, mate, I just joined like that. I'll get a uh, sorry. I'll just get a phone call off my dad then, so I didn't really hear. What she said, "Carry on, start again." Just like the last twenty seconds. Um, for me, songs like uh, <laughs> so, Mister Brightside. I don't think it's in my top five list at all. Um, but songs like um, Smile Like You Mean It, uh, When We Were Young, Bones, Read My Mind, like they're great songs by them. That necessar- they, I'd say they are big songs by them, but people don't listen to them as much because obviously Mr. Brightside and Somebody Told Me just overshadow every and a human to another degree, um, overshadow some of their other songs. But yeah, a band I listened to so much when I was younger and I'd sort of forgotten about until relatively recently. It's like, actually, yeah, I, I was obsessed with them at one point. Yeah, I think they're um, they're a cool. Oh, sugar, hold on, phone is messing up now. You listen to the smooth recordings of Mike and Michael. Well, I just got a phone call, and then my phone's <laughs> like I've tried to message. Say, Sorry, I'm on the phone to my dad, but then like my internet's gone, so I've tried to restart my phone, but then that's reconnected to Bluetooth, and then put my headphones over to my phone rather than the computer. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit of an absolute mess. Well, I don't know why it's not working, but this is the level of professionalism people tune 100%. in for. We'll get there one day. One day. I feel like we had one really clean episode. I feel like a board game episode yeah. was one of the cleanest. Go back and listen if you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pump those numbers. They're rookie numbers. Um, yeah, I don't really have much more to, to add to the killers. I like them. I don't hate them. But I also don't love them. Um, That's fair. Is it because they was oversaturated or you're just not a big fan I'm of them? I'm just not a huge fan. Like I said, you know, they're not offensive or rubbish. They're just... Like I said, I, I enjoyed yeah. Samtown, Samstown a lot. Um, when I listened to that when I was at school and then I don't know I just never really got into their stuff after that and like I say after Mr. Brightside I was like Jesus but I tell you what is interesting about the killers or Mr. Brightside at least um, I've been to a few obviously I'm a secretary school teacher so I've gone to a few um, proms in recent years yes. and every prom that I've been to so I've been what I've been at my secondary school first I've been teaching for six years now uh, and I've been to maybe three proms and all of the proms that I've been to, the kids ask for Mr. Brightside and go nuts. I'm like, yeah, how really? weird is that? That's like like a general, yeah, still like going. A, a new, the new young generation still love that song. So they they just had. I think unfortunately, the Killers is they'll never get maybe the the credit they deserve for that. You know for how good a band they are because I think Mr. Brightside is just so much for whatever reason more popular than they'll ever be. Yeah, I think that's it's a song that's gone beyond their sort of. People love that song. I think there's people who know all the lyrics to Mr. Brightside, but might not know that the band who who sing it is called The Killers. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you say, it's become bigger than the band, hasn't it? Almost. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Um, so yeah, and I, I don't know. Maybe that's sort of what's happened to me. That you know, because I've because I feel like the song was bigger than The Killers, and then now I like dislike the song. It's almost like I associate it with just the whole of The Killers, even though it's ridiculous because it's one song of. Yeah. hundreds they've made or whatever but um yeah i'm trying to um find the facts because i don't want to say it wrong but i can't find it anywhere but am i wrong in saying or right in saying should i say um 
that it's never come out of the top 40 chart, but it's also never been number one in the chart. I don't know, it's pretty cool though, isn't it? If that's if that's true. Yeah, because it's just continuously played, but it's just never been big enough to be number one, which is It'll be one of them, won't it, where there'll be some, I don't know, there'll be some sort of event and I feel like that will get, there'll be some sort of, you know, like Christmas number one, where they don't want the X Factor singer that year to win it, so they push up a random song. Yeah, uh, like when Killing and Lane yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's all I've got left to say on the killers. There was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was now, so we're going to move on. I'm going to blame that on my dad. <laughs> right, let's move on to your number two. So again, my number two um, is a band that I don't know if many people have heard of. Um, they're really cool. I, I, I um, they're I really like a band. I don't know why the fuck did I pick them. No, they wouldn't have made it. Fair. There's a band I like called DMA. Never heard of oh, them. You'd like them because the reason I like them is their their music sounds a lot like our number, my number three, and your number one pick. Oh, anyway, okay. they sing a really good cover on this. I think it might be Australian, uh, like radio. I think the radio station maybe, but they put on YouTube. It's called Like a Version, and it's okay. a bit like you know Radio One's uh, live lounge where they'll do a cover, like an acoustic cover of something. Uh, and DMA did a cover of a song, and then you know, and like the suggested, there's another like a version song from this band. Um, yeah. So I found them very randomly, and then I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then I read up on them, and they are a punk rock band that like to uh, that like to write love songs. So it's like these like really, you know, like either romantic or sort of Adele likes music that's quite depressingly sad, but in this like upbeat tempo. <laughs> so I absolutely okay. love it. It's really cool. Um, and they're called Lime Cordial. Lime Cordial. Yeah, and if you want to have a listen to one, um, let's do it first this time so you've got more of an idea. They're, my favourite of theirs is a song called Temper Temper. So it's got such a cool start. A bit like, uh, what's that? take that song that you like for the choiry start. Oh, um, never forget. Yeah, this has got like a cool start, some cool sort of like sound at the start that, I don't know, just draws oh, me God, in. The music video looks awful. Is it where he's in like a hotel room? Yeah. yeah. It looks like I'm genuinely about to watch a porn film, just so you're aware. <laughs> I think they purposely did that, though. Like I said, they're a bit quirky. I think they're a pair of brothers. Oh, yeah, like the beat already. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I'll have a look at that. Although, like I say, if Lauren walks in any second now, I feel like I'm going to have to look close the computer. <laughs> yeah, but it look really weird if you wank into <laughs> porn whilst doing a podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> also a fair point. <laughs> This is what we do, Lauren. Go away. I feel, yeah, I feel like the porn will be the least of your problems in that situation. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the the beat, having listened to the first 25 seconds, yeah, right on my alley, that. Yeah, like I say, they're just, I don't know, like they're a bit of a quirky band. Um, you know, and I think I like that I just stumbled upon them almost. Like, I have no prior connection to it. There's no, like, cool story. It was just I accidentally found it and was like, oh, yeah. He's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think they're an Australian band. And um, yeah, I just, I just think that's quite a cool. Like I said, for someone who likes lyrics as well, particularly, um, it's got that nice mix of like, I don't know, it's like a juxtaposition of this, like, this typical, very poppy lyrics about love and breakup and stuff like that, mixed in with some like quite upbeat um, music. Oh, there's another band I could have picked as well. <laughs> this is why it's so difficult. I know, but I'm thinking of, as I'm talking about them, it's making me think of like the influence. You know, when I'm try- like, you know, trying to recommend a band that someone doesn't know, you'll try yeah. and think of a band you think they'll know to compare them to. Don't you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're a bit like Oasis. Oh yeah, they're a bit like this. Um, uh, you know, so whereas this, this one here, um, yeah, it's made me think of a band, but I might put Adam's mind up a mention, so I'm not going to say it just yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's 
That's all I have to say about them. Yeah, well, I can't lead into anything because I've not heard a single one of their songs or anything. But I, I'm all like I'm, I'm a big fan of sort of like um, uh, punk pop, rock, and all that sort of styling. So it sounds very much on my street. Oh, good. Listening to the beginning bit, I just heard of that. Right, shall we hear my number two? Let's do it. My number two is controversial. I'm intrigued what you're going to say about it. Oh, God. So I would potentially, I put this as my number one, I think, but I think you would have been annoyed with what I've done with it, so I can't put it as number okay. one. But I, I'd definitely say between this and my actual number one, it's a very, very close call. Insanely close, to be honest with you. Um, and this is a band called Busted. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so Do you want I actually, me to hate you? <laughs> Oh, McBusted, like genuinely. So I'll tell my stories in a second. But I'm picking McBusted because I love McFly and I love Busted. But I'm not a big fan of anything they've done post-McBusted. But I'm a fan of everything that they've done pre-McBusted. And McBusted, they ended up playing all of their songs from all their back catalogues. So I feel like I've allowed two bands in there when actually I've only chosen one. Okay. So, but that's why I feel like so what, did you McBusted, wouldn't have allowed me to put that as my number one. So you know McBusted, they played their best songs from McFly and Busted, right? Yeah. Um. Do because obviously you've got. I'm assuming you've is Tom Fletcher the singer from McFly? Yes. And is Matt Willis the main singer from Busted? Well, I wouldn't say there's a main singer. From and it wasn't Busted, him, was it? Or like, any of them? Really. There was a guy I'm sure who sang more, like a tall guy. So Charlie Simpson, I'd say, was the main singer of Busted. And is he in McBusted? He's the one who didn't come back. He um stuck with his band Fightstar. All oh, right, never heard of him. So it must be doing well. Um, um yeah, they're quite a big band. They? they are quite yeah. Two thousand and three, they formed. I don't know if they're still going. Anywho, who was the lead singer? They all then? sung bits and bobs. So that's what I mean. So like, did some of McFly sing the Busted song? Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. See, it's weird as well because I always, I always saw McFly as like the younger brothers to Busted. Yeah. Well, um, James from Busted actually writes some of McFly's songs. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm sure some of McFly writes some of Busted songs, like from the recent stuff. So they actually help each other out in in that sort of way. Um, That's why, yeah, McFly sort of came along just after Busted sort of disbanded, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, really um, enjoy all of their music legitimately. Like, Busted were a band that everyone listened to as a kid. Like, Year 3000, what I went to school for, um, absolutely phenomenal songs. But my all-time favourite Busted songs, or songs, should I say, is one from a movie. What's that? It's one of two good things that happen in this movie. The movie is absolutely atrocious and one of the worst things made. But there's two great things that happen. Is it the the one with Lohan? With what? Lindsay Lohan in? No, it's Vanessa Hudgens in this. It's um, Thunderbirds Are Go. I don't even know. They did a live action movie of it. And at one point, a villain's hand becomes a puppet and it's quite amusing. And then this song, Thunderbirds Are Go by Busted, is absolutely fantastic and easily won, like... Alongside um, uh, Take That, this probably is one of the next best um, songs for... Uh, was Thunderbirds Go American or British? British. Why the hell's Vanessa Hudson? It was Hudson's Jerry Anderson. It was a Brit- uh, it's because it was the um, live-action movie, so of course they Americanised it. Oh. But then got a British I think band Ro- in it. Yeah. Like, it's got Rosamund Pike, I think, who played Lady Penelope. I love Rosamund Pike. She's such a good actress. But yeah, it's a great... Um, song genuinely listen to it, it is like i listen to it most days to <laughs> i really do enjoy it like and it's, like every now and again i rediscover it and at my um 30th birthday apparently i sh- i 
when it came on the playlist, I very loudly exclaimed it was my favourite song ever. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's my favourite song ever, but it's definitely up there. So as the one same thirtieth birthday where you vomed all of it, oh, <laughs> that night. <laughs> I don't drink, so I don't know what you're on about. I think wasn't it over <laughs> all, all the uh, pots that you that your wife had washed <laughs> as well. <laughs> Well, now that Michael's opened up this can of worms, we had um, Mike and his fiance stay over after our 30th, and um, they left quite soon in the morning, but Lauren woke up very early to find out that I'd vomited all over the clean washing up, all in the kitchen, and hadn't cleaned any of it up in the slightest and just gone straight to bed. So she, in the morning, woke up a bit hungover herself, having to clean up all this mess before Mike and Sean woke up. So thanks for that. No worries, mate. <laughs> I was out of it. I don't remember anything from the night, which is a shame, really, because I think it was quite yeah, a good night. Yeah, it was before. It was just before like, lockdown as well. It, it was the last, or the second to last thing I did before lockdown. Yeah. Which is insane. But yeah, and then McFly, another one of my favourite bands, um, <clears throat> like, listened to loads of their songs. Like, the song that me and Lauren walked down the aisle to on our, um, when we first got married is um, Love Is Easy by McFly. And it's just a great song. If you listen to that and like lyrics, that makes sense. Listen to that one. It is a great love song. Like it's just phenomenal and powerful. And it's sort of did you push? For I felt it was. A, I I don't know. I think we. I think I might have suggested it for a first dance, and then we decided it was a bit too upbeat um, for a first sort of slow dance. So we went for it for walking down the aisle because actually it just fit perfectly. But um, I have a, I have seen McBusted live at Hyde Park in a fantastic story that I'm about to tell. So. I remember going on my lunch break once and going online to the Hyde Park Festival um, website to see that all of their tickets, for some reason, were £2.50 as opposed to £250. So I was like, I'm going to buy a load. So I think I brought about eight tickets in total and they came through and it cost, it literally only cost me the what, £20 for eight tickets. That should have been £2, so £250 each. Jesus. A couple of minutes later it all went back to normal. And they emailed saying that the few people who got tickets, they're going to honour that price. That's so so good. we So at performing at the fest- festival, it was like a sort of um, hop of our youth type sort of thing. So it was um, McBusted, Backstreet Boys, Diversity. Wheatus were amazing because you went there, they played the two songs that everyone loves by them. And they said, now that we play those, everyone can go except the people who actually enjoy our music. Well, do you know what? I- I've heard someone say they've gone to see Wheatus before. And... Yeah. Loads of people in the crowd kept like telling, just said, just play that song, play that song, and they yeah, kept saying they went, no, to teenage yeah, exactly. Bag. They went, if we no, because if we play teenage dirtbag, you'll all leave. <laughs> said yeah. as well, but they did play in a jokey fashion, like afterwards, like for those, like this is for those who actually want to listen to this song. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was quite like nice. But so we went to this festival, and there was obviously a load of sort of young teenage girls like front of the queue and everything. And we just casually walked in, but one of my f- friends, Vince, like sort of pushed in front of all the girls and sort of was one of the first into the festival. And at the gates, there was a woman with wristbands, and he sort of went over to her. Everyone else was running past her, and she had um, VIP upgrades. So me and my mates managed to get VIP upgrades for completely free because they hadn't sold enough of them. So we were into the VIP area of the stage, which we didn't see any of them, but apparently there was Cherie Blair. Um, what's. One of I can't remember what her name is. I think it's L someone. Um, but one of their girlfriends, she's a big singer. And Maisie, um, Maisie, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. I'd be way more We're impressed with Maisie Williams than uh, all of them anyway. That's I think cool. Cherie, but Cherie Blair's an odd one to be. He, I don't know like, Cherie in this Blair festival. Is. Tony Blair's wife. Oh. <laughs> really odd. But yeah, like we never saw anything. But the fact we got into this VIP section 
like which was basically right at the front with the band, like, and it cost us two pound fifty. Was absolutely insane. Yeah, that's cool. Like, it was such a great day, and McBusted were great listening to because. Like they knew that their fans weren't young kids anymore, like they were with Buster. They knew that they were mature, sort of like twenty-five year olds. So they sort of the style of the sort of um, banter and the sort of atmosphere just highlighted with that, and it was just a great experience. I really. bet they enjoyed it more doing it to an older audience than. Kids. Oh, I absolutely agree, almost definitely. But yeah, so that's why, at, like, just really great memories of listening to McBusted, McFly, and Busted. Nice. So if you let me off now for a little picking them. Yeah, I mean they were they were a band, weren't they? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I will I will let you have them. I just I don't know. McFly was something that I always um, like. This was like a typical kid thing. I think everyone goes to like secondary school. You know where you like hate bands you don't really listen to. Them. Yeah, um, and they were one of those, weren't they? Yeah, I just remember yeah McFly feeling like that was a bit of a younger band at my school. It was like oh, you That's should fair. listen to McFly. You should listen to this band. I don't know why, but. Um, yeah, some of those songs. Like, is it? It does a bit fly. Do five colours in your hair. Yeah, great song. But secondary school, I've been like, that's so shit. <laughs> you need to listen to Good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's weird because Good Charlotte was sort of like our our um, school was very much into the R and B and hip hop side of it. So if you listen to Good Charlotte, you're a bit of a weirdo, which I listen to. To be fair, going home just watching Kerrang and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd probably say you're probably right. Probably like. Top 40 in hip-hop were probably the coolest ones. But Good Charlotte, I don't think, got that much shit. I think the thing is, well, we had no. Grebs who listened to like proper screamo music. Do you know what I mean? Like, Well, I say proper oh, screamo. Really? Probably some people bands like... Um, I don't know, my missus listen, well, used to listen to them. She used to go to... Uh, what's that? What's that uh, festival called? At Donington. Hold on. Download. Yeah, download. That's it. Shauna, what's that band I always take the mick out of you for? It's really screamy. They're very popular, though. Slipknot, that's it. What the fuck is that? I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, you can't... I know, you, like, I know. Like, I remember um, Doro Brian saying, like, people who make fun of people's music taste is a strict thing. Like, that noise you hear in your ear, no, that's shit. You should like this noise that I like in my ear. And it's so right, isn't it? Like, it's, it's such a subjective thing. Who cares? Yeah, absolutely. That being said, I just don't understand. Like, like there's certain music I don't like. like I'd never listen to the opera, but from a technical standpoint, I can see that's impressive. Screaming, fuck that. <laughs> Mike, uh, that's a quite big rant you just went on. <laughs> I, got, I don't like, care. I don't get a load of hate from this because obviously, yeah. I feel like you, I feel like you might. Slipknot's a huge, like a, huge band. I feel like we've got a few listeners who might listen to Slipknot. I'm saying that Slipknot's bigger than every band I've picked so far, apart from the number three that we can't talk about. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I just like what. For instance, I think Slipknot's drummer was he called Joey? Like absolutely unbelievable drummer. Like so technically good. Same with the guitarist, things like that. Like I can appreciate. Like I said, even if I don't like the music, the the, the technical level of, of them as as performers, as artists, is way higher than my indie bands. You know, it's like famous line, and it? it's been indie band. You need to know three chords. So I totally can get that. <laughs> it's this screaming I don't get. Yeah, I just don't get I how that. Sounds. Like I don't, I don't care what people say. I don't think it's technical. And like maybe like Chester from, um, is it Chester from Lincoln Park? Like his sort of screaming was a bit more like it was that kind of pitch, if you know what I mean. Like I feel like there's a note there. Um, yeah, but, when you listen to like Rolling Air Raid, like yeah. But yeah, when you I hear people go like that, I'm like, that's there's no technicality to that. <laughs> You're you're quite passionate about this. Well, aren't I just you? like you know, come defend it at me, come at me, Slipknot fans. Like, what, what, why is that good? Like again, the rest of it I can appreciate, even if I don't like it. I can appreciate that it's it's so it's so technical. I can appreciate why you like it. I don't get the screen part. Like, the, 
B. Shauna, get her, get her in. Get her, get her in. Hold on. Get her in. Get Shauna's debut on the podcast. Shauna, do you want to come defend Slipknot here for a sec? Yeah. What's that song you tried to get me like that wasn't as screamy from? Is that Duality? Is that it? Um, is that... Duality is pretty screamy. Oh, is it? Is there one where it's not too screamy? Or there's sections where he actually sings? Yeah, there's a few, few slow ones. Like There's one called Vermillion Part 2. That's not that screamy. That's kind of slow and like... Emotional. See, like, why can't you just sing normally? It'd still be, like, it'd still be rocky. Like, rock bands in the 80s, that's what they did. Absolutely screaming, so why should he not use... Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He also had another band, though, called Stone Sour, where he sings more. Stone Sour. Maybe I'll give Stone Sour a listen. Because that's what I was I feel like he was, he was not a bad singer, you know, he actually sang. Yeah. I feel like he was, like, technically pretty good. Just... I, I, I don't know. Why do you... This is my point, right? Why do you like the screaming side? Like I said, I get, you know, the drummers in a rock band, these heavy metal bands, amazing. Guitarists, amazing. Bassists, amazing. Like, technically amazing. What is it about the screaming you enjoy? Because it's just um, how it makes you feel like, you know, if you're trying to get psyched up for something. It makes me feel like I stubbed my toe. That's what it makes me feel like. It's, it's the emotional response it gets. And I, I'm aware not everybody gets that emotion. I don't get emotional response from battle rap, but you love rapping and, and battle rap and stuff. I mean, yeah, it has cultural significance. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> no, like I said, I, I, you know, I know music is, it's, you know, how it makes you feel and stuff like that. I just, I will never get, that's the only form of music, and that specific part is the only part of music I think I'll never get. And mumble rap. That's always shit as well. What rap? Mumble rap. What's mumble rap? A bit like Post Malone, but more severe. It's where actually you can't hear a word they're saying, so it's just their flow, I guess, that you're hearing is their sort of like... So it's literally like... Oh, okay, yeah. Like that, so you can't... So they are meant to be apparently rapping, but because they're mumbling so much, you can't actually hear what they're saying. So M&M's done a song on it. Thanks, big! Right, rant over? Yeah, I mean... You've got a classic taste. Do you listen to screamo heavy metal? No, I don't. I don't. That's one genre that I don't listen to. But I've not got any opinion because I don't. I've not listened to any of it. You so absolutely pussy. Get off the fence. Look at you. <laughs> I don't want the hate. You're going to get. No, I've, just, I've physically not listened to anything. Yeah, I'll agree. I don't get it. Hence why I don't listen to it. I'll say that. But I've not listened to it to say like what Shauna says. It elicits a sort of like emotional response. Yeah, I can't say whether it has that effect to me. So hearing Shauna's response has made me on the fence. Nice. Yeah, well, no, I think she defended it pretty well. I think it was good. Like I say, you know, ultimately, if you like it... Listen <laughs> I'm just worried to... I'm going to struggle to edit that, because when I said invite her in, I was expecting her to come into the room. Well, if you want, just put Not it off. shouting down the stairs. Maybe that's where you do a cut-off. At this point, Michael yeah. and Sean began to have a debate while shouted down the stairs. Um, <laughs> I've got a transcript of it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I say, yeah, honestly, genuinely, you know, if, if you enjoy it, you listen to it. I just, It's just I don't get it. That's all. It's yeah. not that I have a problem with someone listening to it. I just can't understand it. I can't wrap my head around it. That's the only. That's the only thing. So I could say same with mumble rap. Um, but you know, different strokes for different folks. And right that. now that you've had twenty minutes of ranting, yeah, should we move on? <laughs> yeah, we're on to honorable mentions, aren't we? Yes, let's do our honorable mentions. I, I'm not going to say too much on these. Um, I'm going to say one that I had in the last minute. You know that I sort of lime cordial yeah. reminded me of. Um, because I think they're brothers, is the Black Keys, because they're a two-man band. 
Um, and the Lonely Boy by Black Keys, an unbelievable song. Do you think, I feel like you'd be a massive fan. I don't think you've listened to any of their music. What? Listen to Black Keys, Lonely Boy now. Um, and my other one is Led Zeppelin, who are a classic band, aren't they? I don't yeah, know why I say it like I was having a stroke. Let's do that again. My other band is Led Zeppelin. <laughs> um, I love the song Ramble On. I love that they were like this hugely popular, cool rock band who sang songs about Lord of the Rings. Like, that's so fucking weird, like, and awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're, they're my two honourable mentions. Nice. Right, I've got 30, so should I go? Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say 30. There's so many here that I really want to mention. I will give you um, four, but you can only talk about one. This is hard. So you can mention four, but you can only talk okay. about one. Vlogging Molly. Yeah, nice. Bowling for Soup. Yeah, nice. Train. <sighs> Name their famous uh, song. Marry Me. Um, uh, Teardrops of Jupiter. Yes, that's it. There you go. Although, did Newton Falkner um, do a cover of He that? might have done it and I didn't know that. Or they've done a cover? No, surely not. I only know their version, so I can't oh. say anything. But yeah, it's great song. And I will go with... Let's go with Lounge Kittens. Never have Yeah, been. you wouldn't have done. So they're a great band. They play, again, covers of um, like proper sort of rock, um, almost metal type um, bands. And they do it in sort of like a lounge cover with three sort of acoustic singers and playing the piano. And they're absolutely phenomenal. Like seeing them live and a bunch of sort of heavy metal rockers around me singing along and dancing like to the songs that they're singing. It's just, they're just a lot of fun. Um, they just don't take themselves seriously. But they unfortunately had to disband recently because it wasn't financially viable being a band, mm, which is a bit sad. sad. Yeah, they're, they're just an enjoyable band that I recommend listening to if you get a second. They do some great covers. Um... Because that's, I think, the first... Is that the first female band? Yes. Or first female singer? Well, well no, I think it's the first female band. I don't think there's any females in any of the bands we've mentioned. Uh, the only other one that I see... I see a band live, and uh, so I saw her, Tom Grennan, and some other bands, and uh, it's called Live at Leeds. It was really cool. It was like a um, a festival, but in the city. So you got like a band, and you get there's all these venues. You can go into any of them. So there's like five venues across the city, um, and you get yeah. to see, and you can go into any of them, and you get to see loads of different bands. Um, and yeah, Black Honey uh, is a female-led band, and she was so cool. She was like the cool out all my life music. She was the 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 best frontman I've ever seen, and she was in okay. pajamas well, as well. Yeah, and the, the song she sings called uh, well, the band sings called Dig, and it's so good. That one of my favourite songs I listened to in like 2019. Okay, I might have to have a listen. Um, right, we're moving on to number one. So we've got my number one, and then we're not going to move on to number. Oh, one. we are going to hear a fan's top five. Yes. So I picked two people's top fives because they are husband and wife, Hello. and they picked very, very similar songs. Shout out the names. And I don't know if they realised. So this is for Paul and Zoe Young. Paul Young, you might be aware of Mike. Paul Young. Do you follow us on Twitter? He's an, Legend, yeah, he's, he's in he's the crew. OG Twitter One fan. of the OGs. <laughs> yes, Paul. Yes. Right, so let's go through their songs. Um, bands. Zoe, bands, yes. Um, Zoe hasn't um, distinguished between her four and five pick. Come on, clear. Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> Blink 182 great. and Green Day. Yeah, Sound great. of Tracks, Define My Youth, What's My Age Again, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, All the Small Things, yeah. American Idiot, etc. Yeah. Um, and I agree, like, Green Day was on my list for a while, and I bumped it down. Yeah, it's a, um, between Green Day and Good Charlotte for me. I, I feel like Green Day yeah. were obviously better than Good Charlotte, but I listened to yeah. Good Charlotte more. I can actually narrow down five songs from Green Day, and that's what 
probably made me bump him down, which is probably wrong <laughs> to do. Um, so I'll go with Paul's number five, yep. which is Red Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. California case, um, that song. <laughs> well, he said, yes, they say hey too much, but they have some great songs like, by the way, great video too, and Californication. Nice. Um, Zoe's number three is the same as Paul's number four. Hello. And it is Feeder. Yeah, what do they sing? What's their big one? So, the again, I'm not, I've only listened to, I can't, can never remember the name of the song. I think it's called Buck Rogers. That's it. That's the one that I know by him. Um, I couldn't tell you any of their other songs, but Zoe said, um, my all time. Fun gigs from my from my youth, and Paul said, "Amazing live at Rock City, and amazing until they released the singles in 2006." My favorite includes "Just the Way I'm Feeling" and "Feeling a Moment." Nice. I wonder if they Good did man. they get together young. Like, did they go to feed? Because um, she. I'm honest, I don't know when they got together. Paul, that's not Twitter. You. Yeah. DMs. <laughs> right, and then Zoe's number two is the same as Paul's number three, and it's Stereophonics. Yeah, nice. So <laughs> Wayne Rooney's incre- favorite band. That's a random fact. What, Stereophonics? Yeah. It's got a tattoo of one of their songs. Really random fact. Yeah, Yeah, so Zoe said, Incredible Live, and Paul said, Kelly Jones has a great voice live, and their first two albums are underrated generally. Favourite songs include Dakota and Bartender in the Feet. Dakota is so good. I need to make a playlist Uh, after this. I I love making playlists. Um, Paul's number two is Queen. Is what? Queen. Oh, yeah. Queen. And they get absolutely phenomenal back. Like, I couldn't fault him in the slightest. Um, so he said, because of Freddie, there is no better frontman. Hate most of Bohemian Rhapsody, however. But they have lo- Did those Paul say that? Songs. Yeah. Paul, fucking he's put, agree. He's... If it wasn't because everyone knew the lyrics, not a good song. I'd <laughs> die on that hill. I enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody, but if I'm honest. do you? But I think part, part of my enjoyment... Well, does anyone know the lyrics? Everyone do they does, make any though. They sit, yeah, is but this, I mean, they just... Is this, what, is this why you don't it? like it? Is this why you don't like it? Because the lyrics don't make any sense. Prop maybe, but as well, it's just like I don't know. It, it's just a random piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he put he put controversial after that, but apparently not in your eyes. No, Paul, I'm with um, you. Let's get tattoos together, Paul. I downloaded an app recently. Um, what's it called? Bear with me a second while I look. It's just called Queen, which makes sense. Really? Um, nice. It's on the App Store. It's a game, and it's basically. Do you remember like Guitar Hero and Rockstar, Rock Band, and all those yeah. games? It's basically that on your mobile, but it's actually a lot of fun and like really good listening to Queen songs that you might not necessarily have heard of. Um, really recommend it, actually. It's quite a fun game. I've been working my way through it. Nice. Um, right. Honourable mentions from Zoe and Paul. Mm-hmm. Zoe hasn't given any honourable mentions, I've just noticed. Zoe, do you even listen um, to us? <laughs> Zoe's done something interesting, though, which I'll mention in a second. Um, Paul has put honourable mention to the Beatles, as without them, none of the above top five would have existed or sound how they sound yet. I don't like them as much as the above. Again, controversial. Um, I think there's songs that I like of the Beatles, songs I don't like of the Beatles. They've got so many, and like Paul said, like there's so many bands that owe themselves so much into sort of because of the Beatles. Like there's so many influences because of the Beatles, and yeah, music I don't think would be as it is if it wasn't for them. Yeah, Beatles some really, really great music, and they changed they changed the music industry, didn't they, for, forever with, with some yeah, stuff they did. Yeah. And Zoe, instead of giving an honourable mention, for some reason, has given us her funeral songs. This is getting dark, Zoe. Like, like <laughs> Paul, have a word. <laughs> <laughs> or Paul, take, take note. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Oasis, Live Forever. Green Day, Time of Your Life. Wait, wait, Mate. Zoe. So you're, this is your funeral. You're dead. And the song Live Forever is coming on. I well, mean, she also wants Space City Rollers, Bye Bye Baby. 
Fuck yeah. I want it. Zoe, can I get him invited to your funeral? It sounds awesome. <laughs> and then a bit more of a depressing one with Robbie Williams' Angels. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I think maybe that one should come down, Zoe, and then the next one we can all be drinking as like, as I don't know, like for afterwards, perhaps. Yeah. Right, shall we go on to number one choices from me, Paul, and Zoe? Yeah, shall I do mine first, and then we can move into... Yeah, I think that's a great way of doing it. We can move into yours, Paul's, and Zoe's number one, and my number three. (laughs) Yes. Um, My number one is a band that you're probably... I'm sure you know Uh, who is this. um, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, my all-time favourite band. By an absolute mile. And I think Alex Turner is an absolute genius. And if you haven't seen the film Submarine, um, Alex Turner, it's a great film. Alex Turner wrote the music for that. So, yeah. Uh, Arctic- Submarine, is that, was that Richard Aywardy? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Anyway. And, um, yeah, Arctic Monkeys, they're, they're such a good band. And I love how their music's progressed. So, like, you know, when you listen to their first album, which I've got on vinyl. So that's the oh, yeah. only vinyl I've got that's a band. Um, their first, and I think I like the Ottoman because their music, their lyrics make sense on the whole. Um, and their their first album is sort of about going on nights out. And then so like when I started listening to that when I was, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is what I want to be doing. And then when I was like, you know, going on nights out, I was like, this is what a great album. Uh, and that was whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. And similar with Favourite Worst Nightmare, that they're both quite similar in sound, I think. Yeah. And then when they go to Humbug, when I first listened to Humbug, I hated it. But they'd got a bit older and what they were writing about, you know, was a bit more, maybe something more you'd experience in your 20s rather than your your mid to late teens. So it's as I got older I think, and listened back to it, yeah. I was like, actually, I really like Humbug. And it was similar with Suck It and See. Um, the Humbug was then, the album I stopped listening to. I think I listened to Crying Lightning, and that was as far as I went. I think Crying Lightning's on. Humbug. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Humbug was the one I stopped listening, not sucking so see. Um, so yeah, maybe go back to it though, because I liked it. I like might have to know. Yeah. on that. Um, and then it was same with um, AM as well. Like, AM is such a good album, and that's my favourite song. I think uh, is Arabella probably. Okay, uh, it's just cool. Like, I think that album was just cool. And it was interesting because the first song off the album, oh, what was it called? Are You Mine? Are You Mine, that's right. Are You Mine? I remember listening to it, I was like, well, this sounds so much like the Black Keys. And at the time, they were touring America, supporting Black Keys, they were trying to break into America. And I was like, oh, that's so clever. They clearly obviously made the song because they were supporting Black Keys, so the people yeah. in there would be Black Keys fans. You know, trying to hook in the, the things. I was like, that's, I didn't think that's, I don't know, I think that's genius. I don't know if, maybe that's common, what they do, and I just never noticed it before. You know, like a lot of supporting bands will try and write a song that, that I don't know, merges their music into the, the main band to try and get more fans from it. But, um, yeah, it was the first time I noticed it anyway. It was really good. Having said that, their last album was an absolute vanity project piece I didn't of know shit. they've done anything since. Yeah, Tranquility AM. Base Hotel and Casino. And basically, Miles Turner... That's an awful t- title for album. Well, basically, uh, Alex Turner had written, I think, it for himself as like a, you know, as a solo sort of thing. So he does do his own stuff. Yeah. Um, and he also does it with one of his friends, Miles Kane, who, again, I like Miles Kane on his own, but when they come together, their music, it's called like Last of the Shadow Puppets, dreadful. Um, but this Tranquility Base Hotel, I think it was Alex Turner's music, but they just went, oh, let's let's just, let's do it for an album. And it was such a change in, in music and tone. It was awful. Um, really? And me and my friend went to um, 
Budapest to see them live at, the, at a festival um, and they started playing the, the new album because it hadn't come out that it had only been out four months or so um, and there was just it's not like everyone booed them but there was just no atmosphere like clearly people just it was just if you ever if you listen to some of those songs on that music uh, on that album it's not a festival songs on there it's no. really weird and like it's what you'd expect to see in like a dive bar like a ja- you know those like jazz dive bars in well, America well it says I, after you've been saying all this, I've um, uh, had a look at the album. It says it was written on the Steinway uh, Vertigrand piano in his LA home and features rich sound that embodies psychedelic pop, lounge pop, space pop, and glam pop, glam rock, sorry, as well as elements of jazz. Yeah, it's weird. As fuck. Yeah, it just doesn't sound like the Arctic Monkeys. Well, they played, honestly, like three or four, realised they'll get nothing and just switched to their first two albums and AM basically after that. Because they were like, that's yeah. the music that's good for a, uh, you know, for a festival. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, they are a great band still, though, despite their later work. I've not seen them live, but I have seen the Antarctic Monkeys. Is that a cover band to take <laughs> Yeah, I've seen them twice, actually. I saw them at, so there was, there was um, the headline act for our um, university, uh, what's it called? Freshers Week. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I... I saw him. I'm pretty sure I saw him at um, New York Festival, which cool. um, Lauren's dad helps organise. But yeah, no good chance. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Instead of paying full price to see Arctic Monkeys, they play the same music and the styles pretty much bang on. Arctic Monkeys were very good live. I've seen some I bands that they're... don't hold up, but that, that was not Do you know the worst band I've ever seen live? And it's quite shocking, really, considering their music. It's the Fratellis. So their music is very upbeat, isn't yeah. it? And sort of getting involved with the crowd and everything. No, they play... Like, what's their most famous one? going to bug me out. Take me out. No, Chelsea no. Dagger. Yeah, Chelsea Dagger. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the Chelsea Dagger. So a lot of sort of crowd interaction surely would happen with that. No, genuinely, they turned to each other in the middle of the stage and just played it to, the, to themselves, to the band members. Like, they didn't face the crowd once during that song. Yeah, it's a bit like, weird. What the hell? Maybe that's a bit they stage were atrocious. <laughs> but you know what? That, <laughs> no, that's the thing really... about Rob, Robbie Williams was a bang average to poor singer, but it, he had so much like I don't know, swagger. Is that the right word? Stage presence. Under, but <laughs> it's really shit if you ever watch him performing live because he'll go, "Come on, let's let's hear you sing this." No, Robbie, we paid fucking <laughs> you get two hundred and fifty quid. Like, like you sing the song, not not put it to us to sing it. <laughs> oh, bear me one second, hold on. Uh, Alexa, Alexa, turn on my office. I'm trying to, I'm like in the pitch blind. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, should we go for the most popular choice here? Yeah, my three and all the ones. ones. Um, so, should I read what Zoe and Paul have said about it first and see if people can work it out? What have they said? Um, so, Zoe has said, best band to ever grace a planet who has more well-known B-sides. She's also put her favourite songs, but I'm not going to mention them because they'll give it away. Um... And Paula said, I think some people forget how many great songs they have. And no, I don't mean... I'll tell you what song he doesn't enjoy. Um, also, at the gigs, you would... I'll start again while you fuck around. Also, at the gigs, you were never sure if the warm liquid some of the thrown up in the air was two-hour-old beer or far worse, but you were never too concerned at the time because you were enjoying the band. Oh, they've seen them um, live. I hate them. Apparently, he's seen them live. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous of that because... Obviously, that's... Uh, Thing that can never happen now, but um, yeah, and it is Oasis. Yeah, that's my uh, number two. Was it number two? Number three. Number three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, great, absolutely great band. Just uh, yeah, phenomenal. Like like um, you said, a shame that I've never seen them live. 
That would have been absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. What was that really famous gig they did? I don't know. They did that because that's. Um, have you watched the documentary that came out no. like two, three? That was so good. Um, Nebworth. That was it. Nebworth. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's so interesting because growing up, I always liked Noel and always thought Liam was a prick. And as you grow up, you realise it's the other way around. Yeah, 100%. That's so weird. Um, yeah. Because even watching that documentary, I'm like, you know, I went in it wanting to like Noel and hate Liam. And I was like, God, Noel's a bit of a prick. Yeah, Noel is the prick out of the two, I think. It's so weird. Absolutely. Though. Although I watched a documentary, not a documentary, but I watched Liam on a. Um, uh, chat show recently mm. and he did jokingly suggest that maybe him and Noel should get together to reconcile on Bake Off. Who did? Liam? Yeah, yeah but Liam's genuinely up for um, <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah, well when there was a thing recently uh, was it the Manchester Relief Festival? Yeah. In which he he was sort of promo- like trying to be like, come on Noel, let's get back together for this. Like, I think it'd be amazing if they got together. But they got, yeah, yeah, but Noel, like, um, Noel's one of them, I think. That because it was trying to be forced on him, it, you know what I mean? He almost won't. Yeah, he's just sat that yeah. stubborn. He's like, no, that'll do it on exactly. my terms. But I will say, um, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds is pretty much Oasis anyway. Yeah, well, I'd say, I'd say Liam's uh, band was better. BDI? Mm. Oh, yeah, I think And do, do you know, that's interesting. Do you know why I called them BDI? No. Because um, Liam Gallagher's obsessed with the Beatles. Like, at one point, that's why he styled his whole well, yeah. look on him. The whole um, Oasis would be nothing without the Beatles, no. would it? But he, um, absolutely he called the them BDI, so that, you know, you go to a record shop and look at their album, uh, the B- yeah. BDI would be next to the Beatles. Oh, that's quite interesting, yeah. actually. I like that fact. But, yeah, um, absolutely love Oasis. They have got some great, great songs. And like Paul and Zoe have said, like, they've got so many B-sides that are as well known as their sort of like big sort of chart mm. hit ones. I think they're, they're just a phenomenal band. I think one of the best ever debut albums as well. Yeah. And like absolutely. their debut album, I think sums them up completely. Yeah. Um, I think it's no, I think best Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm having a look. So it's definitely maybe another yeah. album. What's the, what songs are on that one then? My favourite Oasis I'd, I'd song a... is probably uh, Married With Children, I think it's called. Oh yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. Maybe I'll have to listen for that. But yeah, I'd say most of the songs from that album are absolutely like famous, like world famous. Mm. Like, yeah, phenomenal. Love them. Could easily listen to almost all of their songs and enjoy it. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I like saying, I think the how big the brothers were as characters, like make Oasis so interesting as well as a band. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the There's thing. So they, they stories would, surrounding exactly. Them. I think that's what actually helps that sort of keep them in the limelight still because there is they are still talked about so much because of this sort of. Hatred, not hate. I wouldn't say there's hatred in the family, but there's definitely I don't know what the word is for it. Animosity. Well, it's more than that, probably though, isn't it? Yeah, they do hate. But you. Yeah, or at least yeah. Noel hates. Yeah, at but Liam definitely. I think he'd be absolutely up for like what we said, be up for the reuniting and getting back together again with his brother. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, what's your favourite song by Oasis? Like I said, maybe Married with Children, probably. That that we think your favourite one. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's one of those, I don't think it's their best, but it's just uh, my favourite, probably. You know, Live Forever's classic, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Don't Look Back in Anger's amazing. Um, Half the World Away is great. See, Half uh, the World Away is my favourite song. Yeah, Cast No Shadow, I think, is really good. I'd say probably mm-hmm. Supersonic's my favourite. Supersonic, favorite. yeah. She's Electric's another great song. Supersonic, have you heard how he wrote that song? No. 
Um, they were on a night out or at the end of a gig and they, they were all drunk and wanted to carry on drinking. So we went to this Chinese restaurant, but um, Noel didn't want to. So he just sat upstairs on his own um, and he literally was drinking a gin and tonic. And <laughs> so he just got that line together for it. Um, wow. And then just so he wrote that song in like 15 minutes in this like Chinese that, restaurant. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. That goes to show how phenomenal a band they are. And again, still got influence. Like they were the ultimate Britpop band, really, weren't they? I think they had a big battle with Blur, but yeah, it's so Oasis funny now looking back that they had this big battle. Oasis because... absolutely came out on top. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I do enjoy Blur, but Oasis are like a million times better compared. To I mean, other than country, is it country, country House? Show. I don't know if I could name a Blur song. Pa- Park after Life. That. Oh, Park like country. Life. Yeah, country, country House is yeah. It's country Lucian life. House. Yeah, is that is that Park Life song? No, no, no. Or... I'm thinking of a different one. Oh my god, let me send you a link to it. Um, there's a footballer. Uh, called Charlie Austin, who a couple of years ago did a post-match interview where he was kicking off about the refereeing standards, uh, and someone put his rant to Park Life, and it's oh, so really? good. <laughs> like Park Life is a great song, to be fair. But anyway, while you're doing that, maybe I'll share this link that you're about to send me to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page if you haven't subscribed to us yet on there. And shall we move on? Hello, I am now recording this end segment in my car after a night shift, an hour and a half before the episode goes live. I was finishing off the podcast yesterday before work, and I realised for some reason that the audio has completely gone in the end section where me and Mike talk out utter bullshit. Um, So unfortunately, you haven't got this week's banter at the end of the episode that I know you're all delightfully looking that I start to tune in for. Um, but as always, it was complete nonsense, so you haven't missed too much. Um, we did announce what next week was going to be. If anyone wants to email in and let us know um, what they think for those topics. Um, so next week, we've got our top five comedy films, and the week after that, top five online games and when we say online games we're not on about like mmos and things like that we're uh well we are on about those but it can be stuff like mini clip games or just thinking outside the box for the topic because personally i don't play a lot of mmos i don't think i've played any mmos in my life so it's about thinking about outside the outside the box for this topic so drop us an email at mom uh, can't use my words at mamonpodcast at hotmail.com um, and let us know and obviously follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at mammon podcast for all updates on there thanks and we'll see you guys next week bye